Hello, everybody. This is your Talks at the Cross, official podcast of the Cross Point Church. We're very happy to be able to come at you again with a short Bible session, uh, a nugget, a bird's eye view of the Word of God. And uh, we're so happy. We ask you to continue to like, share, uh, share with your friends, subscribe to our channel. We are so happy. Thank you for those who have been subscribing. Our subscribers keep on growing, and we thank you for that. We ask you to continue to pray for the Cross Point Church. And we are so happy that God gave us the opportunity to use this platform to be able to reach some of you uh, with these uh, Bible topics that uh, are only uh, taught or are given with the hope that our faith will grow in the Lord. And today's topic, uh, I believe, is a, a forgotten topic, a topic that many of our churches do not teach enough, don't preach about. And today we're going to be talking about the rapture of the church. And uh, it is a controversial theme. I know many churches don't like to talk about it, uh, create fear. Uh, some uh, misinterpret it, some use it uh, to try to uh, scare scare tactics. But uh, we are, in a way, we've been in, uh, in this for a long time. We just want you to be able to receive what the Word of God has for you today. And uh, believe it or not, this is the next eschatology uh, event or prophetic event that the church is waiting for, which is the rapture or, you know, and the taking away of the church uh, into heaven. And yet it is a topic that is forgotten. Uh, our Pentecostal pulpits and apostolic pulpits uh, uh, before in the past, it was a, a common theme at least once or twice a week. You heard messages or you heard teachings about the uh, rapture of the church, about uh, being ready, uh, Christ is coming soon. And all these themes were uh, something that was very important to be taught. And I believe that, you know, the enemy has uh, deceived many to believe that there's a lot of controversy. There's a lot of debate. Uh, you know, some people are starting not to even believe in it no more. Some teach it's going to happen at the middle of the tribulation. Some teach it's going to happen at the end. Some teach there's not going to be a, a rapture. Uh, they mix the second coming. And I do want to establish that it's two different events. Biblically, the second coming of Christ, that when Christ comes to reign for a thousand years here on earth, where his feet touch the ground. But the rapture of the church is the church's meeting of Christ in the clouds. As First Thessalonians says, as we go along, we will be mentioning these scriptures. So I, I establish this, that it is a biblical doctrine that needs to be taught. And we see that the Apostle Paul, whenever he uh, planted a church, uh, it was always uh, very important for him to teach the new believers of the second coming and the rapture of the church. It, it went right along with, you know, the other uh, repentance and faith. And it, it was so important that the believers realized that God had promised this event. And it is when we are still, the church is still waiting. And I, I want to say this when I refer to the church, it's not no denomination, not an organization. We see that the Bible talks about those who are in Christ, the body of Christ, not a denomination, not an organization, but the body of Christ, the believers. And this is so important because, uh, you know, we have some uh, dogmas that teach only certain God has come only for a certain group because they dress in white. Others, uh, you could be dressed in white, but your heart could be black. And that's sad, or it could be full of sin. So it is so important that we understand that it's not how you dress. And, and, and it's so important that we understand the Word of God. And it is a, a doctrine that needs to be taught. 
the rapture of the church, Christ is coming. He said it himself. Uh, the apostle said it. Apostle Paul emphasized the apostle to the grace that God is coming. And the day that in Christ shall be the first to resurrect and receive a glorified body. It will be awakened. And we'll be reading that in a little in a few minutes. But I wanted to establish this that it is a forgotten doctrine. And it has caused a lot of conflict. And if you're reading and hearing this and it's causing fear, uh, you have been taught wrong. This should bring joy to us. This should bring faith to us to know that God fulfills his promises to his word. And, you know, I wanted to uh, let you know that the word of God is very powerful. And when we let the word of God uh, come into our hearts and we can see that the word of God does not make mistakes, we can see that the word of God is there for us to understand it. And, you know, sometimes a lot of people will try to uh, teach their own doctrines. And I think that's one of the greatest mistakes when you have people that are trying to teach uh, things that are not biblical. They become dogmas and they make uh, their own uh, you know, doctrines and they try uh, to emphasize certain things that are not biblical. But we read in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse uh, 16 through 18. And I, I read this again, the Apostle Paul writing says, For the Lord himself will come down from heaven with a loud command, with the voice of the archangel and with the trumpet of call of God and the dead in Christ, listen to that, the dead in Christ will rise first. And after that, we who are still alive and, will be, and are left will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so we will be there forever. And therefore, encourage one another with these words. Paul says we're supposed to encourage each other with these words. It is tremendous. He mentions here the resurrection of the dead in Christ, the church, those who die in Christ. And I, I want to emphasize this. It's so important that this doctrine be taught and that we understand uh, it should not cause fear. It should cause joy. And this should bring uh, peace to our heart, knowing this is why Paul says we need to encourage ourselves with the scriptures. This doctrine is forgotten from our pulpits. It's very uh, not uh, important to some people, but it, it is biblical and it is something that the next prophetic uh, uh, event that the church and the world is waiting for, the appearing of Christ for his church. And I want to say with all due respect, we're not here to debate uh, a doctrine of position when uh, the, the rapture will happen. Uh, some believe it's going to happen before the tribulation. Some believe it's going to happen in the middle of the tribulation. Others at the end of the tribulation. But we have a lot of Bible. And we have we are, are, are very adamant about believing that Christ is coming to take us before the tribulation. To be in heaven dur during the seven year of tribulation here on earth. And we will be teaching that at a later time. So we can see biblically that the Bible gives us a clear indication that Christ is going to save us from this uh, great wrath that's coming to this world. So I, I, I want you to understand this, that it is so important that every believer have faith in the Word of God and understand that we have a blessed hope. The second coming is when Christ comes to reign for a thousand years here on earth. But the rapture is when Christ comes for his bride, for the body of Christ, the church. 
and we meet him in the air and he takes us up into heaven and here on earth the tribulation begins and we in heaven have uh, different events going on like the judgment seat of Christ the marriage feast of the lamb and the, you know we have the, the supper of the lamb and there is so many good things that the bible teaches us and it's not to scare us it's to bring joy and peace to our hearts we must encourage ourselves so the rapture is a biblical doctrine even though it's not preached enough not taught enough it is something that every believer you know a lot of people i know uh, get uh, pretty uh, how can i say earning about uh, you know heaven they think heaven is here on earth because they're living high on the hog and they believe that's you know what god wants for them but i have some good news for you there's something way better than that uh, waiting for us in heaven uh, paul said it this way i has not seen ear has not heard what's waiting for us there in heaven and you know jesus himself said i go uh, to prepare a place in my father's house there is many mansions and he says i if i if it was not so loud, i would not tell you this but i go and to prepare a place for you so where i am you could be also what a tremendous promise from our lord and savior jesus christ my brother so talking about the rapture the coming of god of god for his church is not a, a doctrine that should be avoided or neglected like i said in the past i recall our, our patriarchs from our apostolic patriarchs our pentecostal patriarch they would uh, every week uh, hit on this we have to get ready christ is coming maranatha christ is coming get ready church we want to be ready for the coming of christ and it was pounded and pounded nowadays we talk about a lot of programs we talk a lot of good ideas but sometimes we forget to preach the sound doctrine of the coming of Christ the rapture for his church and the other eschatology events that we have with this going on now and you know we see uh, Russia and China's alliance there and we see them about to attack Ukraine uh, and we, if we go to the bible and, and we see the prophetic words about Gog and Magog we will see that it has already been prophesied that China and Russia are going to unite and they're going to go through the uh, Euphrates river uh, when it's, it's dry up and they're going to march into Jerusalem and try to conquer uh, Jerusalem but thank God that we have bible that tells us that all this is going to happen but we the church have a blessed hope to be in heaven with Christ that is called the second coming of uh, uh, the rapture and it, it included uh, the second coming of Christ has these two events one where his feet uh, come and his he comes and hits earth and stays here on earth and one where he meets we meet him in the air he does not come to earth he just meets us or has us go and meet him in the air that is called the rapture and that is uh, we're, we're caught up and that we're caught up rubbed us which means we're caught up and this is a word is used to refer to Elijah Stephen uh, the martyrs they were caught up and that's what God has promised the church the rapture and yes i believe that God is coming before the tribulation because he says he's going to keep us out of the of the years of trial over this world so i i want to encourage you to, to not be afraid to to talk about the rapture you know a lot of people say well you you're not right you're going to be left behind and there's a lot of people that are scared tactics you know you have to be this and and like i say some churches say you have to be wearing white and others say you you have to do this and you have to do that i have some good news for you 
Christ did it for us on Calvary. And, and he shed his blood. He made uh, us partakers of this great new uh, covenant, this great salvation. And nobody should try to water it down or, or take away. We're not saved by words. We're saved by the grace of God. And if you love God, uh, you understand that these promises, these doctrines are biblical. And they, are, they must be taught. We must proclaim them. We should not be ashamed to say, yes, are you one of those believers that believe in the rapture? Amen. I believe the Bible. We believe the whole Bible, not just part of the Bible. Uh, you know, some people teach about prosperity, and that really catches people's eye. Uh, you teach about happiness. You teach about forgiveness. Oh, but when you start talking about leaving this world, some people are just too attached. It reminds me of Lot's wife. She had to turn back and look into Saddam and Gomorrah because her heart was there. I hope your heart's not too tied down to material things and you're ready to meet the Lord and Savior in the air to be with Christ. Christ, Paul said it, uh, I ear has not heard, eye has not seen what Christ has prepared for us. So my brother, my sister, today I am pounding against this uh, neglected doctrine, the rapture of the church. We need to preach about it. We need to teach about it. We need to teach our people. Paul, every churchy planet, that was one of the main topics. I thank God that wherever God has given me the uh, opportunity, privilege to pastor his people or to plant a church, that's one of my themes. In some of the churches, we taught it for over a year. Every week, somebody was being saved because when you teach about the promises of God, people's, God's word is truth. And people start to see that they were uh, they don't need to be scared of God. They need to uh, approach God with a, a heart that's open to receive God as a personal Savior. So the rapture is not meant to scare anybody. On the contrary, it brings hope. It makes us encourage each other through these words. The doctrine of the rapture is a doctrine that needs to be taught from our pulpits. We need to still believe that Christ is coming. What good is it uh, to enjoy life and not have hope? not have eternal life. What is eternal life if it's just going to be good for 60, 70, or 80 years? Eternal life, there's no limit to it. There's no number to it. So eternal life is more. So that's why Jesus said it so loud and clear. I go to prepare a place. In my Father's house, there's many mansions. In other words, there's not a shortage of rooms. And it's not only for 144,000. And God didn't say a number. You know, that has a total different interpretation. And I, I, I say that with all due respect. So many people misinterpret the word of God. And this is why it's so important that you understand that the rapture is a true doctrine. It is taught. Jesus taught it. His apostles taught it. There's no denying it. Christ is coming for his bride. Christ is coming for his church. We have read that those who die in Christ shall resurrect first. And uh, then uh, we, if we should be alive, are going to receive the glorified body. And together we're going to meet Christ in the clouds. This is a promise of God. It is a doctrine of God. So don't ever let anybody shortchange you and not give you the full gospel. And this is part of the gospel, believing that Christ is coming back for this church. So I encourage you, and I felt in my heart with all this going on right now in Ukraine, that we must get ready. And I, and I believe uh, I want to talk about Gog and Magog in another Bible session. But uh, I think that Gog and Magog is already in preparation. Uh, we could see that, 
you know, uh, everybody's in uproar about this. The Russians are saying they're not going to invade. Uh, there's some exercise going on and uh, there's prophetic word here being fulfilled. So I encourage you. But today we want to emphasize on the rapture, being caught up with God, being taken to heaven. And, and even if you die, you have this hope, this blessed hope that the dead in Christ shall resurrect first. They will hear the trumpet of God and they will resurrect and receive a glorified body and meet Christ in the air. And we, if we should be, we also will be in a twinkle of eye, the Bible says, receive a glorified body to meet Christ in the air, to be able to go into the heavens, the third heaven, to be there within the presence of God. So important for we understand this eschatology event that is about to happen. And then we understand, not be afraid, not, not to cause fear. You know, it's not to tell somebody, hey, you know, uh, you're not going. And a lot of people, you know, I, I, I truly believe there's going to be surprises. When you get to heaven, you might, that brother, that uh, brother you thought was not going to make it, could be there before you. And this is uh, so sad. Uh, I remember one of my Bible college teachers says, there's going to be a lot of surprises. And, and some people are going to be shocked because they're going to realize that God's ways are not our ways. His grace is beyond human comprehension. His forgiveness is greater than what you can ever imagine. And this is why the rapture of the church is not just something that uh, is for a select. It's for the church. All those believers who accepted Christ as their personal Savior and are in Christ, are in Christ. That's the key. No denomination, no organization, but the key is to be in Christ. Question today, are you in Christ? Have you accepted Christ? Have you been baptized? Have you received, have you received the seal of God, the baptism of the Holy Spirit? Have you been baptized? Do you have uh, your faith confessed already? What a tremendous way to understand that the rapture is for the believers. It's not for the non-believers, it's for the believers. So when we hear about the rapture, it uh, brings joy to my heart. I, I recall as a child, uh, we used to sing about, you know, one, one way to heaven. And I mean, we used to rejoice. God is coming soon. God is coming soon. And I mean, we were, people would get into blessings just to know that they were going to leave this whole world. Uh, my question is, do you still want to leave it or you want to stick around? And somebody just had a honeymoon and said, well, pastor, I wish God doesn't come on my honeymoon. It's a lot better than a honeymoon. And God has something better for us. And this is when we start to understand this revelation of, and the spiritual knowledge that God gives us through his word. You know, the material things become secondary. And, and we start to look, have a mature spiritual uh, revelation of the Word of God. So talking about the rapture is the next event about to happen that we must be aware. We must be ready for it. We must understand it. We must be able to explain it to new believers and to non-believers. Let them know that this is a promise of God. That it's not something that we invented. It's not a dogma. It is biblical doctrine. There's Bible for it. And there's a lot of verses that stress that and, and, and make sure that you understand them. So the next event on God's calendar is the rapture. So if this is about to happen soon, what do I have to do to be ready? And like I say, this word to be in Christ signifies that your relationship with Jesus Christ is alive and well. In other words, you recognize him as your personal savior. You have accepted him and, and you have this relationship with him. Not religion, relationship. You and him, you recognize him as your personal savior. You recognize him as your God. You acknowledge him in all your ways. You accept his salvation. You accept his forgiveness uh, of your sins. 
And, and this is so important. We understand this. You know, we, we sometimes miss the mark. We, we talk about all the do's and don'ts, and we forget to talk about the grace of God. That it's the grace of God that gives us this great hope, this blessed hope of one day not being here while the earth is being judged, while the earth is paying for their rebellion, for their unbelief. And we will be in heaven rejoicing, receiving the judgment seat of Christ, receiving rewards, and being able to crown our Savior, Lord and Savior. And then another promise is to come back and reign with Him for a thousand years. We have so many blessings, the church. So I want to just remind you, my brother, today's topic is to talk about the rapture, the coming of God for his church and being caught up. And, and we want to, like I said, once again, emphasize there's two aspects to it. One, when he comes to the church, we eat him in the clouds. And two, it's, it's when the second coming, when he comes to reign here on earth for a thousand years. So it's two different events. One is called the rapture, the other one is called the second coming, because he comes to reign, to be king over uh, the earth. But I want to say something without due respect. Let's not forget or neglect to mention that our blessed hope is that God is coming for us. Whether we die in him or we are alive, we have a blessed hope of meeting him in the clouds and being with him for eternity. Not 80 years, not 100 years, for eternity. And no count of days or hours. So one of the other aspects of the rapture that we read there in Thessalonians is that we'll receive a glorified body. And that's found in 1 Corinthians 15. Paul goes into detail that, you know, there is a, a human body, there is, a, you know, a carnal body, uh, and that body, it needs to be uh, that a corruptible body, that, that body needs to be uh, vested or uh, become glorified and this is something that is hard for us human mind to understand that uh, the Bible says flesh and blood cannot go into heaven but this glorified body that we're going to receive will be able to go into heaven it's going to become glorified the Bible says that the corruptible will be uh, you know will receive incorruption and this is a, a blessed hope that all believers have that one day we will have a glorified body I always say without due respect uh, you know it's going to be a perfect body and it's going to be able to go into heaven and then we're going to be able to come back and it's going to be tangible it's going to be like christ's resurrected body when you know he resurrected from the dead it is so beautiful to to see and explore the bible and see that this blessed hope of the rapture is biblical it's true and my brother my sister i encourage you never to be ashamed that you are a believer in the rapture you know, uh, it seems like, you know, somebody said, seems like a fairy tale, seems like a movie. Well, I don't care what you want to call it, but it's Bible. God said it's coming for, for us, and it's going to be in a twinkle of an eye. Uh, yeah, you know, we have superheroes, and we have the Marvel comments, and we have Superman, and we have Batman, and we have Iron Man, and we have all these other heroes. It's way better than that, my brother. It's more beyond that. That's just human imagination. But the Bible tells us we shall receive a glorified body. And we shall penetrate, go to the clouds and be with Christ and then go into heaven, the third heaven. So why is it important? Because the devil doesn't want you to believe in eternal life. The devil doesn't want you to believe that there's a better place in here. He wants you to get all tied up in human aspects, material things. Like I say, uh, so many people get caught up and they forget 
and we're just passing through. We used to sing about it. We used to preach about it. Uh, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm just a, a pilgrim. I'm just walking through. And, and you know, we, there was so much uh, emphasis. And I, I recall that our patriarch would always tell us, we have to be ready. Maranatha, Christ is coming. Christ is coming. I repeat that. Christ is coming. It is not a fairy tale. It is not a comic book. It is not a movie. It is Bible. The dead in Christ shall resurrect first. And if you were alive and you are a believer in Christ, you shall be transformed in a twinkle of an eye. Don't forget, our Bible verses are found in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 and 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Read all the chapter and it will open up your eyes to see this great blessed doctrine of the rapture, of being caught up and going into heaven. May God bless you. My desire here at the Talks of the Cross, uh, uh, the official podcast of the Cross Point Church, is that your eyes be open, that we may be all ready to go and meet our Savior and Lord in the clouds and go into heaven. I'm excited about going into heaven. I don't know about you, but I'm excited about going and seeing what I have not seen and hearing things that ears have not heard. I bless you. I ask you to continue to pray, like, share, uh, subscribe to our channel. And most of all, keep on praying for the Cross Point Church here in Arizona. We are so happy that God is blessing us. We ask and we proclaim blessing upon your life. In Jesus' name, may God bless you.